This is an All Ears English podcast episode 1273. Three pronunciation don'ts with Esther Brule. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 130 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection. With your American host, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Los Angeles and New York City, USA. And to get weekly transcripts delivered to your email inbox, go to allearsenglish.com slash subscribe. You work hard on your English, so don't let pronunciation stand in your way of getting your dream job or that ideal opportunity. Today, we have Esther on the show, who will show us three things that you should avoid doing in order to be better understood in English. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, Esther, welcome to All Ears English. How are you? I'm great. And thank you for inviting me to be here. It's great. Yeah, I'm excited to have you on because you know what? We don't talk about pronunciation enough. And it's so great when we have experts who go really deep into one specific area for our listeners. So tell us what you do, Esther, and where you're from. Okay. So as you can hear from my accent, I'm from Sydney, Australia, and I'm a speech and language therapist. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've been working for well over 30 years helping adults and children to speak more clearly Um, I've developed some online accent reduction courses as well um, to help people. Um, And I guess it started because in Australia there are a lot of people who have, who come from a lot of different places in the world, like just like in America. Sure. Um, And um, a lot of people were concerned that they weren't getting their job opportunities or being able to, you know, they go to interviews and they're told they're not clear yeah. Um, because they have their pronunciation isn't clear. They have really good oh, skills. Yeah. yeah. So so I developed the courses. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. I can understand how like seeing that it's painful, right? For our listeners, yeah. I'm sure so many of them have experienced that wanting to go get that job, knowing that you have the qualifications, but the one thing standing in your way is your pronunciation. That's and uh, that's frustrating. I can understand yeah. why you'd want to go deeper into pronunciation. I mean, the thing is the thing, I'm, the reason I'm excited to have you on the show, I love the Australian accent. I think it's so <laughs> cool. <laughs> I think it's so cool. So can you tell our listeners, you know, we do a American English on this show, but occasionally we have guests, right, with different accents. Tell our listeners what the Aussie accent is all about. What is it about? Okay. So I'll I'll mention a few things. I'm not going to go exhaustive here. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So obviously, as again, as you can hear from my accent, the vowels are different. So that's one of the main things, one of the big differences. So for instance, Americans say can't, and I say can't okay yeah. americans yeah. say banana and i say 
banana. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Um, another another sound that's different is the letter O. So when you see it yeah. written in a word, like the, the word hot, H-O-T, for instance, um, right. in Australia the O is said as O. In America it's said as A. Yeah. Okay. And so yeah. Americans will say heart and Australians will say hot. So that's right. a big difference. That vowel, if you <clears throat> is a totally different vowel and it written as an O is a totally different vowel in Australia, for instance. Okay. So the vowels are important. But and one more thing about vowels. Mm-hmm. In Australian English, mm-hmm. um, what happens is that with all the E-R, wherever you see a vowel written with an R, E-R, O-R, A-R, I-E-R, etc., the R for rabbit is not said in Australian oh. English. Oh, so, okay. Yes, which is hard because if you are taught with an American accent then you want to learn an Australian accent, um, <laughs> you have to take the R out. So the word form, for instance, is said form. Okay? Interesting, interesting. And the word water is said water. Yeah, I love yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one other quick thing um, um, is we resonate in a different place, okay? Okay. So mm-hmm. um, it, Americans tend to resonate more far back and more nasal. And okay. Australians, the resonance is more towards the middle of the mouth. So Ooh. Americans will say can't. So that's more at the mm-hmm. back and resonated through the nose. We say can't, yeah? Interesting, and, yeah. And the last thing I'm going to mention here is sometimes we say, we stress different syllables in words. For instance, Americans say oregano and we yeah. say oregano. Oh my gosh, I didn't know that one. That's yes. interesting. Okay. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> clearly there are a lot of differences. And one thing that comes to mind we should do in a future episode we'll have to do here on All Ears English is comparing the British uh, accent to the Australian accent. It seems like they're a bit closer, right? Yes. Um, yes. But that would be happy a whole other episode. Yeah, yeah okay. Happy to do that. Great. Yeah, so, yeah. Esther, let's get into the meat of this episode because you said sure. you went into the pronunciation field, you built your courses and your program because you saw that students were getting stopped. Right. They didn't get past interviews. They didn't get the jobs they wanted because of their pronunciation. So today you are going to tell us about three pronunciation don'ts, right? Things we should not do if we want to be understood. Is that right? Yes, definitely. So my first pronunciation don't is don't move your mouth the same way as you always do and expect to sound different. So what do I mean by that? To change your accent in English, whether you're learning an American accent, Australian, doesn't matter. To change your accent in English, you need to move your mouth differently, your tongue, your lips, your jaw. Yeah? Yeah, Yeah, Um, for sure. Because if you don't move it differently, you're just sounding the same way that you always sound. Yeah. Yeah. So when you're learning to, to do that, you have to change and coordinate your mouth differently. And as you practice moving your mouth differently, you're building up new muscle memory. So when we speak, we don't think about how we move our mouth. No. But when you change your accent, you have to think about how you move your mouth because you're building new memory so that that new movement becomes automatic so that when you're speaking in your everyday speech, Mm -hmm. you can 
sound different, sound clearer, whatever your goal is. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that, Esther. I mean, yeah. it, it just speaks to the fact that speaking is about so much more than just in the mind, right? It's not just yes. an intellectual activity. It's a visceral <laughs> activity. Yes. And I resonate with this from learning Spanish. You know, when I'm out yes. of practice with my Spanish, my R's don't sound right. And, you know, things just don't sound right. My mouth feels kind of clumsy. Does that, does yes. that, does that sound yes. familiar? Yeah. Definitely. Yes. Definitely. Um, and, and, and it feels strange at first yeah. to change the way you move your mouth. It feels very, very odd. But the more you practice, the more it's, it feels uh, more natural. And okay. it, 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 if we want to use an analogy, it's like a tennis serve. If you're changing your tennis serve, you have mm-hmm. to move your muscles differently, move your hand differently, move your arm differently. I and love that. Yeah. the more you do that, the more automatic that new positioning and that new physical positioning yep. becomes. Mm-hmm. And it's the same with your mouth. The more you move it in a different way, the more that physical movement becomes the automatic one. Yeah, that makes so much sense. But what can students do? I mean, should they be actually watching videos? Should they be yeah. watching the mouths of students yes. and trying to of speakers and try to mimic yes. it? Or how do we actually yes. change our structure, okay. our formation? Yeah. Yeah. So part of that is watching how if you're in America, how Americans move their mouth. The other part is, you know, whatever you're using to learn your new accent, for instance, in our course we have training videos and Mm -hmm. we show and we describe how to move your mouth, your tongue, your jaw differently Mm -hmm. um, so that you literally know where to put your tongue, where to put your teeth, how to move your lips, your jaw, et cetera. Um, But also just looking at people and playing around. You can Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. say it one way and listen to you, you know, record yourself or say it another way, record, yeah, and just watch how people move their lips. For a lot of languages, they don't move their lips as much as we do in English, whether it's American English or Australian English. They don't Mm. open their mouth as much. We open our mouths a lot compared to a lot of other languages. Interesting. Hmm, Okay, good to know. I mean, so our listeners have to kind of get beyond. I think sometimes students and listeners feel a little bit ashamed or embarrassed, right? Mm. So maybe this is something to start on your own when you're just Mm. in your room and no one can see you and then you branch out to doing Mm. this out in the world, yeah? Definitely, definitely. And I'm going to actually um, address that for my okay. third point. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> okay. All right, so then, so what would be the second then? This is great. So we can't move our okay. mouth in the same way as the first. So what would be the second, Esther? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So the second one is don't try and work on changing everything at once. Unless mm. you're an amazing mimic, which most of us are not, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what I say to people is this, be patient with yourself. If you yeah. try and change everything all at once, your mouth can't make anything automatic in your speech. No. Okay, yeah. It's just all too much. You can't bed down that new muscle memory. Mm -hmm. So usually I recommend you choose one or two specific things at a time Mm -hmm. and practice those in words, sentences, paragraphs, etc. And 
until they're automatic and then yeah. choose another two and then work yeah. on those. Okay. Love that. So for an example, you might choose TH the th mm -hmm. and the th and okay. R to work on. So yeah. those two elements and you work on words and sentences, paragraphs with TH in them and R in them until your new pronunciation becomes automatic. Or you might choose a vowel and syllable stress in words. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I love that. Mm, we yeah. have to gain that confidence, right, Esther? I mean, we know mm. that that affective filter, guys, it's going to go up. We're going to get, you know, frustrated yeah. and we're not going to be able to remember learning more than two things, right? So keeping it to one to two things to, to change is the key right there. I love that. Yeah. And then, um, or you might use one other quick combination is a vowel with what you call catenization. I listened to yeah. one of your podcasts uh, <laughs> <right. laughs> with that word, uh, and I call it linking, and that makes your rhythm more flowing in English. Ooh, anyway, okay. I yeah, love having, that. I love having, that. Having said that, I'm going to suggest, so you choose two things, you work on those, you make them automatic, then you choose another two. But at the same time, running underneath like you're walking on the floor or the carpet, I mm -hmm. suggest at the same time people are still always practicing the melody of, and the resonance of English because okay. you're practicing anyway. So, for example, um, there are quite a few languages that have a flat melody. Mm -hmm. okay. So, um, for instance, and, and English doesn't. The pitch goes up when yeah. we when we're stressing something and our melody goes up when we're stressing something. I'll give you an right. example. So if I say with the uh, stress pitch that, uh, and the pitch, sorry, the melody that goes down mm -hmm. in some of the languages, if I say I went to the house, mm -hmm. so did you hear it all went down? If you use yep. that sort of um, melody in English, you sound like you're bored. <laughs> yeah, for so sure. It has, so it has more ramification because like you guys talk uh, about connecting right yes it's all about connection exactly yeah, yeah that's yeah huge. so it would sound like you're bored you're not connected I don't care what yes. you're saying yes. so if, if I do it with a with the um let's say the English uh, uh melody mm -hmm. I went to the house so mm -hmm. I go it's up so and down yeah. 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 Okay. So you're yeah. saying, so this, this really comes back to connection, right? If we sound yeah. bored, people will think we're bored and that's it. Yeah. The connection ends right there. Yeah. So I love that point. So that's your second point there, Esther. So focusing on one to two key things and making sure that they're the right things. And at the end of the yeah. episode, we can let listeners know how to find you so that maybe yeah. if they want to, they can focus on some of these things with you specifically. But what would be the third tip then? Sure. Um, the third tip is don't expect people to understand you better if you don't use your new pronunciation in your everyday situations, which goes back to, yes, practice at home, but then have be brave, go out, mm, okay? I love it. Go yeah. and use it. Now, how to start using it, can I give a couple of tips there? Yeah, yeah. please do. Please so, do. We'd love it. <laughs> and because I know it's difficult at first. You, you, some people feel embarrassed. Some people feel, yeah. you know, weird about yeah. using a new way of sounding. Yeah, for sure. Um, mm -hmm. um, but I suggest they be begin by using the new pronunciation, their new English pronunciation in situations where they don't have to say that much. So, for example, okay. let's say they're working on TH. Okay, mm -hmm, they're getting a mm -hmm. new TH, they're using TH, 
that they mm-hmm. haven't used it and they've been practicing at home. Then they go. So use little situations. They might go into the coffee shop and ask for a coffee. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So it's like micro tasks then. Yes. Yes. And you think, okay, so I'm working on TH when I go in, I'll make sure I say thank you with my new TH or Mm. that's fine with my new TH. So you consciously go in small or you're buying a ticket somewhere or you something, you know, um, have a short com. If you know you're going to have a short conversation on the phone, and it's something you have to say often. Let's say you're at work, for instance, and it's mm-hmm. the same sentence you have to say to everybody, the customers, whoever. Yeah. Then make sure you go. All right. When I'm going to sa- use that sentence or two or three sentences, I'm going to make sure I use my new th. Yeah, I love this idea. It's a little micro tasks, little activities you're doing with yourself and no one else has to know, right? That way we're not going all in the first time and we can experiment. We can compare one day to the next, maybe for one week you're, as you say, getting a new TH, which I love that (laughs) phrase. And and you're doing one specific thing, ordering a coffee with the TH, talking to the doorman or something like that. That is is so good. I'm glad that you acknowledge that, Esther, that students can be afraid to go out and use what they've just learned maybe they've invested a lot of money in getting a new TH (laughs) and then they are not going out and using it and then the progress doesn't show up. So I love that. I love that. Anything else about that tip? Yes, there is. There is. um, Just one more quick thing on that one is you can always slow down to use your, let's, if we keep the analogy of the TH going or the Mm -hmm. example of the TH, Mm -hmm. you can always slow down. So if you're going, you know you're going to say thank you for getting your coffee, then you just go thank you and slow down. Now, the person you're talking to doesn't know you're slowing down, okay? Right, right. Okay, they just know that you're being clear. They go, oh, I can understand. They don't say it consciously, but they can understand you. You know what I mean? Yeah, So even one small change makes a huge Mm. difference to your clarity. Yes, I love that, Esther. This is fantastic. I mean, I feel like we're just skimming the surface, right? These Mm. are just introductory ideas, guys, of what you could do and the progress that you could see. This is just getting started. But Esther, you do have a a pronunciation school online and also in person there in Sydney. Isn't that right? Yes, yes, yes. Awesome. So I've I've developed um, online training courses. Um, Mm -hmm. You can learn a British, American or Australian accent or just neutralize your accent using any of those courses if you just want to be clearer and better understood. Um, So they're they're online, but I also uh, do assessments. People can get an assessment and know exactly what they have to practice for themselves. So their practice is more effective that way instead of just doing the whole course. You know what I mean? Of Um, of course. Yeah. yeah. And the other thing is Sorry, go mm-hmm. ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead, Esther. Go yeah. ahead. And, yeah. and the other thing is I, I do have a clinic in Sydney, Australia. People come in and work with me here. But I can also, I have worked with a lot of people from all over the world doing private coaching on Skype as well, if people so wish to have that as well. Yeah. Okay. I love that. So yeah. then where can our listeners go to learn okay. more about what you do and to contact you? Okay. So um, to find me online, it's uh, speakmoreclearly.com. And for mm-hmm. Facebook and YouTube, it's just speak more clearly. Okay, that's so great. So speakmoreclearly.com. Speak more clearly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
Okay, that's great. So guys, I want to encourage you to go over and check out what Esther is doing. See if you can get help if you need it. And I feel like these are really good tips to get us started here. And I really want our listeners to not have these obstacles in life, right? We're Mm. learning such great vocabulary over here at All Ears English. And if we combine that with some pronunciation training, we can really reach our goals in the world in English. So good. Yes. Yes, definitely. That's been so great. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, this has been great, (laughs) Esther. Thanks for coming on the show. And I hope to have have you on the show again soon. Happy to do that. Bye for now. All right. Bye. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. If you are taking IELTS this year, get your estimated band score with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.